0: But I'm still it, like I'm filmic, but you still stick Flippin' buddies real quick, for the meal's Get the meal quick, to the table, get your fill But not remember how to feel shit, take a real hit To the ego, pop a pill, sip, no placebo Now the trail shit you said you people Make you real sick, play the
1: people Now the hell shit will come and leave you. Ay, see I've been falling back, watch you game from a distance Nosebleeds, ODs on the children uh, No fees, cold feet when it's finished uh, No peace in the streets that we live in I can't say shit, got make y'all change. So
0: i am stay rich and the good all claim. Forever rich in the club, it's Ain't talking about the
1: cash, but we keep it in
0: the bag. No c- Hello everyone, and we are back on another episode of Forever Rich Podcast. You got your boy, AB Guapo here. Uh, actually, sorry, AB Goat. Yeah, I dubbed myself that last week. And we have uh, King Diamond Eye, supposedly the most handsome light skinned man in the world. That's still to be determined. How you doing, man?
1: No, that's facts. No, oh. you're, you're Goat. Uh, declare. Um that's still questionable out here. But you know, it's all good. Um how was your we'll week? Have to, we'll have to take a poll. We'll have to take a poll. Uh, my week was good, man. Uh it was it was one of
0: those pathetic weekends where you say you're gonna I was like, hey, I'm gonna go out. Fell asleep. Friday night fell asleep. <laughs>
1: hmm. You <laughs> then, getting old.
0: Then Saturday I was like, I'm gonna go out. And I was out like, but it was early. It was only like eight o'clock. So I didn't know where to go. Cause like in Panama city, they just know
1: nothing yeah. jumps until like yeah. one o'clock. Yeah. And That's it's
0: like a lot of like, yeah, exactly. And so I was like, I didn't want to go all the way home. Cause I knew if I went home, it was over. I was going to go to sleep, <laughs> but it was so early. I didn't know where to go. So like, I went to like these random places and it was just, it was empty in all of them. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a nap until 10, 1030. And I'm going to come back out. And uh, nope, that went to sleep. So, yeah, it was one of those. So I maybe, you know, maybe next weekend I'll redeem myself. It was pretty, pretty pathetic. But, you know, when you don't have really, like, a whole lot of friends to go out with, like, your motivation, like, to go out and do anything, like, out in the club or a bar or anything, it just goes down. Like, because then you're just there. Like, maybe if I would have had, like, one homie to, like, hang out with and kill the time wouldn't have been so bad, but yeah, I just, I don't have really too many friends here in Panama City yet, so, yeah. It was lame. I'm lame. Yeah.
1: Coming from the the unproven goat, he's lame. I am
0: the goat, but I'm, like, I'm basically retired. Mm. You know, this 24-year-old AB would have been out, you know, would have had, like, 10, 10 women in the car with him, you know. What I'm saying we would have been pulling up to the club, but that's just. I'm retired, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't do those things anymore. I'm
1: throwing throwing females underneath the car. Huh?
0: You always like to, you know, bring that up. Let's let's put that in the past, man. We don't need to talk about that anymore.
1: Yeah. Oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, my week was good. It was like one of those weeks where it's like Monday was like complete shit, but then it kind of got bitter and and the week went by quicker and quicker. So, by Friday, it was, like, actually a real good day. So, that that was a blessing. Um, you
0: sound sick. You got COVID, man? You might need to have a mask on in your own home.
1: Nah, I'm not sick. I'm not sick. I'm still sleepy. So, I'm oh. still, like... Gotcha, like, you know, gotcha. when you take you NightQuil and you, like, zooming in and out, you're like, oh, shit. Like, $10. that's how I am right now. But... Yeah, week went by quick. Can't complain. Um, yeah, so I really can't complain right now. I ain't, I ain't like you. I ain't out here trying to, you know, I'm staying in my realm. I ain't trying to go out in these streets, you know. Know damn well I'm going to be tired by, like, 11.45. And be like, oh, shit. No, I'll get out there one day. But I know I'm going to go out for, for, for my birthday. I'm going to go out. I was
0: gonna like, say you don't have really any excuse, man. You in Houston, like at least there's there's plenty of places to go at all times of the day. So Houston's like basically like Atlanta.
1: Well, last park. last Saturday we went to this um, it was on my snap. Uh, it was a pretty dope place. It was a arcade place. So basically, it's like they have like it's called uh, cidercade, and basically they sell their own cider, and then it's like old um arcade games and you can play for free so it's like 30 bucks or it cost me 30 bucks for three people but uh me and my sister and raven went and it was for like 30 bucks it's like unlimited play of games so they have like the old like tekken the old um they have pac-man in there they actually have this one it's pretty cool it's like four four of you guys playing pac-man on one screen so that one was pretty dope and then of course they got like the old like arcade Madden games and shit like that so it was pretty dope um so we went out that night uh but yeah you know my personality I'm scared for these these streets you know I can't be out here you know acting like Nino Brown talking about taking people out because there might be somebody that uh you know might be about that life and then you just need the right
0: motivation that's all you know just push you over to push you over the edge a little bit
1: that's why on my birthday i'm gonna, I'm actually i'm gonna go all out because i'm gonna go uh we're going to the kansas city texan game out here me and like all ravens family and then that night i'm gonna go to this a little upscale restaurant called Juliet houston and then i'm gonna go to the club and i'm actually gonna stay out i'm i'm requesting the next two days uh, after my birthday off, because my birthday's Ooh. on a Sunday. So, you know, it's going to be, I'm going to need those two days to recover, so. <laughs> my man needs two whole
0: days of PTO <laughs> to recover. That's how you know you're getting old. I need two PTO days to recover.
1: You not- know how I get. I'm probably going to be like New Year's. I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to be like making a personal challenge to drink like three and a half bottles. Like, it's my birthday, bitches. <laughs>
0: I don't even want to remember New
1: Year's, man. That was a bad time. But, I'm gonna be like white. I'm gonna be like white girls out here. Sit, sit buy your boy a drink on his cash app. <laughs> buy your boy a drink, Henny, all day. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I'll be hap- I'll be looking forward to see you know the pictures of you laid out on like the front yard of your house.
1: Okay. Hey, you know the the fit's gonna be clean though. Every time I go out, the fit be clean It'd be a a one. But we'll be. see. It's
0: gonna be a ruin when you're laid in the grass, though. No,
1: nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I eat all day, uh, leading up to that, cause I'm probably gonna be drinking early in the morning at the the game. So I'm gonna have to like have a schedule, like every three to four hours, I gotta eat something. So.
0: And it's Texans I mean, against who'd you say Kansas City? Yeah. I mean you're gonna have to drink to watch that game. <laughs> Fucking Texas are garbage. Anyways, At least forward. we got a team. Yeah, it is true. Yeah. there's no Panama City anything. So. Hey,
1: yo, uh a little off topic. Uh you hear about your uh your home stadium not, no longer Heinz Field no more. It's like some uh
0: nah, some shitty that ass. That change in the name?
1: Yeah, I forgot the the new name. It's like one of those um Hiring uh, temp agency hiring agencies. It's like a so someone was saying it was like a low like a low budget one, but they they there's it's no more Hines Field no more. I forgot the new name of it.
0: It's called a I... uh Esqu- 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 I don't know Yeah. I, that is Shore Stadium.
1: That shit crazy. Why
0: would, you, why would you change it to that?
1: Because they okay. they gave them like a shit ton of money i think it was
0: yeah well it's not really a, that's a much of a surprise anymore because mm-hmm. all these teams uh these arenas man they change nowadays they change uh names like it's fucking i mean even staples i thought never they would never change the name of the staples because it's like it's an iconic stadium it's been staples center for i don't even know how long but they changed it to the crypt so the early
1: 2000s so it's only yeah, been probably. If in the nineties,
0: I think it was Staples too.
1: Nah, because in the it it Staples became the late nineties, uh, like when Shaq and them got there. Because before that, they were still at the Forum.
0: But that's a whole different arena.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Oh, okay. It's okay, not like Madison. About. It's not like Madison Square Garden where it's just like that's all it's ever been. It's like they, the Lakers and shit, been playing at different arenas.
0: Well, okay. They might have been, I'm not sure. They might, you might be right. They might have been playing at the forum, which they're actually rebuilding now uh, for the Clippers. So I'll be curious to see how that looks. That's probably going to be a pretty nice fucking stadium.
1: Yeah. When you got the richest NBA owner, just throwing money at it. Yes. That's very much. So. They, gonna, they never going to win a championship, but they're going to have a clean ass stadium. Yeah.
0: They're going to be like the Dallas Cowboys. they going to mm-hmm. have a clean stadium, but don't win shit. But so we got some we got some good topics for this week's episode. Uh we're going to talk a little bit uh NFL news. We got uh Marshawn Lynch. Uh if y'all don't remember, uh Beast Mode. Um Seattle Seahawks running back for that Legion of Boom era Seahawks. What was that like 2012 to 2014?
1: Something like that.
0: Something like that. Somewhere 2012, 2015 time frame, that team. Uh, catching a DUI out in Vegas. Um, interesting. Just because I always think anything NFL players um, is interesting because you have so much money, there really is no reason to get into like dumb trouble like a DUI. You know, like It's not like you don't have enough money to freaking catch an Uber or a Lyft. But we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some uh, Killer Mike and some black culture news. Killer Mike giving out free haircuts for people going back to school. So that's a, that's a good thing. We always like to shine some light on some positivity on uh, on some good things going on in the black community. And then what else we got? Uh, I'm forgetting one more. I'm, so you, are, I'm
1: you are forgetting... or uh, Bill Russell's. Oh, yeah, and uh, the
0: passing of the... I don't know how I forgot that, but the passing of Bill Russell this week, we lost the uh, NBA great Bill Russell, if y'all don't know, 11-time champion in the NBA. Uh, arguably one of the greatest players of all time. Um, I, I don't think he gets enough GOAT ballots in the debate. I know a lot of people just say LeBron and MJ, but Bill Russell's definitely in that conversation, too. Uh, He was... He's one of the greatest players ever, and arguably the greatest Boston Celtic player ever too, but uh, they are retiring his uh, jersey league-wide, so now no one will be able to wear number six, uh, very similar to what they did with Michael Jordan. Uh, most teams retired his jersey after he retired, but uh, so we'll get into that. So first thing we're going to talk about is uh, Marshawn Lynch. Um, My man got a DUI out in Vegas. Let's see if I can pull up uh, the whole story.
1: So basically what happened was, is the cops, uh, his vehicle was inoperable. They pulled him over and my man was slumped. Um, His driver's side rim was like completely broken. So, yeah, when they got him out of the car, my man was bodied. So, um, hey, man. I understand your point of view, but it's Vegas, bro. They be pop, they be pumping oxygen in the goddamn buildings and shit. So you, you like keeps you going. So like you won't really get fucked up, you know, <laughs> no matter how much you drink until you get out into the actual public and you know the dirty oxygen that we be breathing in every day uh, hits you. And then you know, the last one is like it's a roller coaster effect. You just like, whoo, and then you just going downhill from there. So. Um it's sad to see. Hopefully no one got hurt, but
0: now nah, I'm reading. It's, nah, no it's, one a got mis-
1: hurt. it's a mistake, you know, it happens. People, you know, it a DUI don't make or break you. Um it's just a as long as no one gets killed or hurt, um it happens. I mean, he's not the first athlete, won't be the last. It's hopefully continues to uh learn from this and uh continue to do great in his communities because Marshawn Lynch does a huge huge uh bunch of like camps and a whole bunch of other shit for his community back home in Oakland so sad but grace of god he ain't get hurt no one else got hurt get the slap on the wrist and keep it moving.
0: I'm looking at his mugshot right now. That man was fucking slumped. Just go go Google his mugshot right now. I just want to no, they,
1: they have I videos you. of him getting out of the car, my man just moves yeah. out like yeah. he was gone.
0: He was gone. And this is midday, too. This is daytime. That's crazy. Not really for yeah, Vegas, but, but-
1: Yeah, cuz he could have probably been partying the night before. He probably just like now trying to go back to the hotel or the crib depending on, you know,
0: my thing is, is like, if I'm super rich, and maybe this is just me, but if I'm super rich, I'm not gonna be doing, like, I just won't even be driving, like, because especially like if you're rich and you're high profile, like, you know, everywhere you go, someone's gonna try to catch you slipping. You know, that's just how it is. That's the culture in the world we live in now, where like, you just want to catch someone important or famous slipping. So if I if I'm rich, I'm gonna have a driver. Anytime I attend an event, I'm gonna have a driver uh it's there when i leave it's there to take me back home when i when i want and you're just not going to catch me slipping like that at least not in that sense like there are some things you can't you know get around or whatever but i'm a dui is one thing you can't get around so yeah it happens well uh, i can't pass too much harsh judgment because in, in my military days you know we we were drinking and driving so and a lot of people speak for
1: yourself, sir. I'm an upstanding citizen. I don't drink and drive. Uh, gotcha. Uh, someone
0: over here doesn't want to own up, fess up to his his uh, mistakes, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. One step at a time. One step at a time. Um, but so I, I can't, I can't do ding too much because I make me a hypocrite. But if I'm rich, that's that's all I'm saying. If I'm rich, rich if I'll ever see me with a hundred million dollars, just know you won't see me behind the wheel probably much at all but it definitely like if i'm stepping out on like a public event or i'm just going out to have a good time like i got the money like to go out and not have to worry about driving and drink as much as i want to so why would i even put myself in that situation but it is what it is it's just gonna end up being a slap on the wrist he's rich enough so he's gonna get a lawyer he's gonna make he probably posted bail the next day probably his bail probably wasn't shit so um and he's probably just, you know, shake it off and keep going. Marshawn Lynch is a great to the black community, especially out in the Vegas and California areas. Uh, he puts on a lot of camps, trying to help uh, underprivileged kids, you know, find some meaning outside of, you know, the streets. So I, I fuck with Marshawn Lynch. He's, he's always been an outspoken player. So uh, hopefully he shakes this off and keeps moving. Um, but anything Be else on that?
1: Chicken. Be about <laughs> your chicken.
0: Yeah, gotta be about your bread, man. Can't be making mistakes out here, uh, taking away from your money, and that, that's a mistake that takes away from your money. Um, but on to a more positive note, uh, we had—if you guys didn't hear—Killer uh, Mike doing some uh, positive stuff out here. Um, he's giving away well, how many haircuts? Was it a hundred or thousand? One hundred and
1: sixty. One
0: hundred and sixty. Haircuts he gave out in, uh, where was the area? Is it in Atlanta?
1: Yeah, it's in his barbershop in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, his barbershop out in Atlanta. If you guys don't know, mike has got like a barbershop out in Atlanta. And uh, he gave out 160 free haircuts to uh, children going back to school. Um, I always like to hear things like this because, you know, this, these are the things that kind of, you know, set people on the right path. Uh, it's the small little things showing generosity, showing help. Especially said underprivileged because they get into the trouble, feeling like they, you know, they don't have any other choice but to do these, you know, heinous crimes. You know, sell drugs, getting gangs, whatever. So this is someone showing, hey, you don't need to need to do something. You don't need to do bad things. You just, you know, keep your head up, keep, get, get good grades, and you know, you'll be able to uh, get out here and you know, live a better life. So shout out to Killin' Mike. How, how you feeling about the Killin' Mike? One hundred sixty three haircuts
1: i see him doing positivity up in uh sti i like to say wakanda um that's dope i mean a lot of a lot of um rappers do that i know um out here trey the truth he has what's called trey day where he donates like shoes and backpacks and shit like that so i mean you gotta do that i feel like you obligated to do shit like that in in your city where you're from, to especially when you know that there's a shit ton of people in poverty that, you know, just can't afford those. You know, like, they live in literally paycheck to paycheck. Some kids going to, to school with the same clothes on, you know, throughout the week. Um, Luckily, growing up, I was blessed enough to, you know, be able to afford, you know, school clothes. But, like, I had one of them old school parents that was like, we buy them like right before summer starts and you couldn't touch them bitches until school so you know like the first day of school and you got your first outfit you was like boy i'm about to kill the motherfuckers tomorrow when i step out and you know you like can't sleep on that first day of school you know whatever and then you had to make sure that you you kept the motherfuckers clean especially your shoes wearing uh white air force ones you had to make sure them boys got clean because Your mama and daddy was gonna beat your ass if they saw a scuff mark or some dirt and shit. So, um, yeah, man.
0: The first day of school fit, man. That was a crucial day. It set the tone for the whole year. If you was the freshest dude on the first day,
1: man. I used to lay. I used to lay right next to me when I in my bed, and then I just like you know lay. (laughs) So you can just hop up, hop up, throw the fit on. They just don't know. Like, they just don't know. Like uh, The simpler times I, in life. I'm finna kill these motherfuckers tomorrow. Like, I don't even care what the backpack look like. Because it was like, every so often you got a new backpack or whatever. You got the little Sport backpack. You know, the one zipper boy with the little pocket. But the fit, to this day, to this day, uh, I challenge anyone that said my fits weren't anyone on the first day of school. Now day three moving forward, yeah, your boy sometimes came out rough because I would just roll out of bed and just be like, "All right, let's go." Especially
0: senior senior year, bro. You're like ready to graduate. It's like I don't. Even- bro,
1: I had so many tardies that I had to create uh, doctor slips. Like, hey, Malcolm was that a doctor on this day and that <laughs> day? Because the truancy officer was like, "Where you been, Malcolm?" I'm like. I'm making moves out here, dog. can't leave me alone. But, yeah, it was. It got worse, especially senior year. It got worse. So I come in some motherfucking basketball shorts and a, sh- and a regular T-shirt and some slides and, like, I'm here. That's all you getting. But <laughs> That was
0: maximum effort for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, after a while, it's just, like, one of those things where you're just, like, I'm over this shit, you know, same, same shit, different day. It's kind of like work when you start a job. You know, like the Mm -hmm. first week, you know, you like, you wear your nice shirts, your shirts tucked in, into your pants, got your dress pants, dress shoes. And then you like look around and you see like four, four people with jeans and like a a t-shirt and some, in some uh, sneakers. And you're like, hmm, okay. And after like a week or two of working there, you're just like, fuck it. I'm just going to have jeans and a t-shirt too. Like everybody else wearing it don't matter. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, understandable. It That never goes away. That's the thing that just never goes away. So,
1: And then, you know, the power of a cut is a powerful thing. So helping out some of these young men out here get, you yeah. know, learn that, that factual lesson. Yeah, we had an episode about
0: the power of the cut and how important it is to men out here, you know. A fresh cut is the, is the tone setter for the whole fit, right? Because, like, yeah. if you think about it, and we have a whole episode on season one about the power of the cut, but if you think about it, you know, even if you bummy in the clothes you wearing, you had a fresh cut. Still might be able to pull. Still might be able to pull.
1: Bro, that's facts. Remember that one time we went into that uh, hole in the wall? Your boy was literally, because I think we just came from the gym or something. I was like kicking it at the crib, and then AB came and scooped me up, and then we went to our boy's house. I was literally in some slides, some red basketball uh Jordan shorts and I think like a red regular ass t-shirt in the club pulling holes. So the cuts the cut. I mean my skills is 8 one too, but
0: yeah you gotta uh, have yeah, I was gonna say you cut gotta, was like, on point. gotta have a little bit of game with there too that the game is important. Maybe one day we'll have an episode called the ins and outs of the game where we teach y'all
1: you know no, some bro. tricks of the trade. Some tricks. That's, that That's some uh Infomercial like for nine ninety nine ninety
0: nine. <laughs> There's some Patreon, and you know, uh, maybe we'll start a Patreon. And then that the was master be, class, like, yeah. Master class. Speaking of that, have you seen that? Uh, and that dude Andrew Tate, Mm-mm. he's got that hustler university where he's like supposedly teaching, um, how to make money fast, like fast cash. Yeah, all you have to do is pay like $50 a month and you get these class. It's like a complete pyramid scheme rip off. Uh, yeah, go look it up. It's, a, it's an interesting thing but uh, he's a guy that got famous from TikTok and uh, he's got these uh, Hustler University. He started this thing a couple months back and he went on all the major, you know, he went on like a viral marketing tour and uh, so he went on like all the great, the big podcasts, you know, like Fresh and Fit and and like those types of podcasts you know those like alpha dating red pill podcasts i don't know if you know about that type of stuff but um he went on a lot of those selling this hustler university and uh now like people are saying it's a pyramid scheme obviously and uh he's been basically just robbing people and his life is just basically a sham you, you know he's not he's not really rich he's not really you know when he made these commercials and stuff that he was promoting they were like those weren't his real cars and stuff like that. So it's just interesting to see how, and I brought that up because you brought up the infomercial stuff, but it's just interesting to see how willing people are to pay for so-called information from unreliable sources. It's like crazy to me. It's mind-blowing.
1: I feel like that all reference now has been referenced back to the boys. I just feel like every, that's how society is. It's just like you're either faking it I and mean, making it seem like your life's better than what it actually is, or like you're just you're just cheating, scamming people. Like there's no like, unless you had like sustainable wealth. Like when you have like you know like Jay Z, Beyonce, and shit like that, where you know they got they invest and they they all about you know making themselves rich and famous. Like all these up and coming, like all these loving hip hop motherfuckers that you know the that just random ass people like nobody really knows about, but there's some there's these so-called heavy producers and all this in the rap game. Like, bro, you're kicking it with Ray J and them. I was like, hey, nobody when's the last time Ray J really made a new album? It's like the only bit of news that he's he got in the last like five or six years was his uh the earbuds that he had and Ray then Collins when
0: he was on the verses and he was awful.
1: Yeah, so those his verses, and then maybe his uh his tweets about Kim Kardashian back when Kanye was saying some shit about uh he paid Ray J for the the tape or whatever. So that's why when my be like, "Oh, this person is fired like who? Because you know, they I highly doubt they're of any relevance. It's just that's what. BH1, MTV, B E T, they just putting on this persona, and making putting this person into some some Gucci and getting him some fake ass change just to make him seem like he's somebody you want to be like. It's all this. Yeah. And I was
0: watching uh RDC. Do you know who RDC world is? The mm-hmm. YouTube channel. They had a their back and forth. It's like their version of like a podcast, but they only do it like real occasionally. And I had a question up and I was like, "What? what is ruining society more What social media platform? And it really, like got my my mind thinking. I was like, it's definitely Instagram. Like 100% is Instagram. Because like you see, and I think like this goes all the way back to what I started talking about. It's like, you see people who are, you see their lives, right? And you know, like, oh, you see like, for instance, I'll post something. I posted something yesterday, right? I opened my garage and you saw, motorcycles you saw or Mercedes you saw like all this nice stuff so now you think you know oh AB is rich you know AB is this or he's that he's this he's that it just makes you think even though maybe that that wasn't my intention intention to make you think that but you know what I'm saying Like you just you see only the good moments of people's lives like you don't see AB out here every weekend grinding on his side hustles or working his main jobs and all that stuff so you just assume like I wake up you see that post you see my wake up, hop in a bins and drive around Panama City and and hang out at the beach and get drunk every day. And you know that these people don't live like that. Some, half the time the shit they show you isn't even theirs. It's rentals. It's borrowed it's somebody else's it's a friend's. So you you just got to be very careful out here man like when you when you idolizing you shouldn't idolize any human but especially when you're out here, you know, uh just don't don't be fooled by what you see, because what you see is not always what you get. So that's the moral of that story. But yeah, I definitely, when I was watching the RDC world, they were like, they had Instagram, Twitter, and the other option was uh, TikTok. And they said which one was ruining society the most. I was like, it's definitely Instagram. Because Twitter, you just can speak your mind. And TikTok is usually just dumb dances, for the most part. I mean, there are some things that go viral, like that pink sauce. Have you seen that, that shit pink sauce? I don't have a TikTok, but I saw this uh thing about pink sauce. This girl made this sauce, like like a dipping sauce, like at her house, and it's pink and like and she makes a bunch of TikToks where she's like dipping the food in a in the pink sauce and then like she started selling it to people, but like it would come in these like little uh containers. But it's, it's a sauce; it's not refrigerated or anything. So, like, people would get it and it'd be like exploded everywhere, and it's it is just it is nasty. I'm like, why would you even think to buy something like this? Like, that can't. Like, what in your mind thought? Like, this is this is gonna be good.
1: Sell me that pan. You mm. know, well, that's what it really comes down to. You can sell anything to anybody, but well, you know. People are just weird out here, man. They just want to be. Society has made it seem like you have to be part of a club or, you know, a group. And so people are searching to be part of that group. Like, you know, you got all the power lifters, of body competitions, you, uh, groups. You got your mechanic groups. You got your, uh, motorcycle groups. You got your. I play softball on the weekend groups like, you know, everyone's, everyone's in some type of groups some way, somehow. So it's like people are searching for that because they just want to be, you know, nobody want to be lonely. Everyone wants to feel included in society. They just want to be, you know, part of a pack. Just, there's a lot of lone wolves out there with no, oh, lone wolf, but not actual lone wolf in that actual aspect but people just want to be accepted it's real sad
0: i mean that's human nature no one wants to be alone but i see where you're coming from i see where. You're coming from.
1: i could be alone all day every day still you know i'm a king diamond and i out here you know he's manipulator so i don't you know i, I do good by myself I, I, what does it say i could do all bad by myself i don't need other people to you know
0: i mean if you're devil. calling yourself the master manipulator you know like that means you're manipulating people out there and then you watch watch the chaos unfold you're not alone you're you know you have your puppets
1: that you can occasionally 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 yeah, it i ain't done it in problem. a long time i'm trying yeah. to be a better role model for my daughter so you know i'm not i'm trying i'm turning a new chapter but
0: it's not a good trait I, to have man the master manipulator it's, it's a bad you just don't influence. like
1: it because i use it on you more than anyone else
0: no. bad influences and and then you wonder why i'd be calling you a bad influence that's, that's why mm. you don't have any good intentions on anybody you just you just want to see the world burn and suffer that's not true what a bad friend! Y'all hear this? This man is a terrible friend. That's all I'm hearing. No, who, sets, I, who purposely sets their friends up for failure just to see what happens? I don't
1: set you up for failure. What I do is I plant an idea
0: that is a bad one. The ideas no, it's are. Not, it's not a bad.
1: bad. It's never. It's not always a bad one. What I do is I'm like the Matrix. I plant. I give you the choice. Do you want the red pill? You want the blue pill? And I let you decide. But whatever rabbit hole you decide to go through, I just keep it going. <laughs> That's bad. That's not bad. You yes, chose that. It. You chose to. You chose to take that. You pill. can give somebody a choice,
0: but know that the choice that they're picking is bad. Especially if that person knows no difference. You don't know what you don't know, right? So if, if I say here's a McLaren and here's a Ferrari, you don't know anything about them, but I'm like, pick one. Little do you know, the Ferrari. Has been driven 100 thousand miles and the engine barely runs but you picked the McLaren, you picked the Ferrari so then I'm like oh let's just watch you go down this rabbit hole of constantly trying to repair the Ferrari and get it back on your feet that's what you do that's that's a terrible thing to do to people
1: no it's not because I you gave me the choice what if it's on me to ask questions like all right what's wrong with this car or what's what's going on no, with you these not two cars? you're
0: not giving you're not disclosing the full information come on now. No, you're,
1: you know, no, no. See, your issue is, is you're giving me an analogy and then I'm using your analogy against you and you're not liking that. Basically, if you give me a McLaren and a Ferrari, I'm asking 50 billion questions before I decide which one I'm taking. You, on the other hand, would just be like, hmm, do I want this one? Do I want that one? I'd be like, hell, bro, this Ferrari's clean. You know, the McLaren, you know, that shit goes zero to 100 real quick. And then you'd be like, or right, I'm gonna take this car, and then that's you made that decision. That's not my fault. That's your fault. All
0: right, master manipulator.
1: We'll just we'll, we'll
0: leave it there. You know we don't want to get on a tirade about your terrible friendship qualities,
1: but it's not terrible. You guys survived. You guys l- learned li- life lessons. It made survived. you guys a better person.
0: <laughs> you hear that, y'all? We survived. <laughs> <laughs> we, you're not dead yet. You know you survived. Wait till wait till the next time I manipulate you. Let's see if you survive that one. You
1: know. But did you yeah. die? No. Alright then. We're keeping it moving.
0: Right. No. Keep this in mind. I just want you to know this. Keep this and remember this day. When I when, when I get you with something, I'll be like, Well, did you die? We'll see how you feel.
1: That's cause you be on complete bullshit.
0: I don't be on bullshit. Nope. Nope. I'm not letting you sit. Nope. Not letting you sink me in this rabbit hole. Alright, y'all. Um, this is it. That's all we got for this week. We How we got to tell about it. Bill Russell? Oh, yeah, that's right. my, bad. My, bad. my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. I keep forgetting about Bill Russell. What the hell? So, uh, for those who don't know, Bill Russell, NBA super legend, 11 uh, time Boston Celtics champion, um, passed away earlier this week at the age of 88. Uh, so, he lived a pretty full life. I don't think there was really anything wrong with him he just naturally passed away just due to old age Um, and the NBA uh, decided to retire his jersey throughout the league so every team is now retiring number six so you will not see any more number sixes uh, on on any rosters uh, for the foreseeable future unless uh, the NBA grants um, an unretirement of that number for that specific team I do believe you can unretire a jersey uh you can't unretire a jersey but if it's the player I, and I think this is the rule the player, if the player is alive there they have to okay it but I think once they pass away the team or the league has to okay it so you you may see a number six down the line but it'll probably would be a quite quite some time or you won't see a number six but hi what do you have anything to say about uh bill russell
1: i I'd spit on uh unquestionable goat in my personal opinion um now we all know the n b a goat is is uh michael Jordan. i mean you can't really argue with him just based on the the storyline and everything of that nature the the impact that he had but when it comes to the go-to-life and just overall general person, Bill Russell's that dude. I think him and Kareem are like the two most iconic like, activists, African-American leaders the NBA has ever had. I feel like them retiring the sixth jersey is just like everyone retiring Jackie Robinson's jersey in the MLB. Um, I think they should do something like uh, baseball does where it's like jackie robinson day where everyone wears 42 they should do it all wear all wear number six or some shit like that um that'd be pretty cool yeah. bill russell was that dude man like uh because i i can't remember what i was listening i was listening to something and they were like giving telling us like his stories i think it was on undisputed and they were like dishing out everything that he's did you know he was at the summit with muhammad ali um he was with martin luther king when he gave the like, uh, have a dream speech and you know just his his story that he you know tells people about living in boston uh, one of the most racist as towns in america uh, especially in the the so-called union era um but um he was he was a true definition of a, a legend and you can't really replace someone like that. So I, I I fully understand it. My only question is, what about those greats that had number six before him? Like when LeBron retires, how are they going to do his jersey in Miami? Because he wore six.
0: Well, the retirement just means that you, like another a player now, can't go to a team and be number six. It doesn't like wash out uh, previous players that wore number six. Um mm. But it, there's no, there's no real way, you know, you can retire a jersey. That's just to let make the future. No one, uh, wow, that in the future no one picks that number. But obviously there are num- other number six like LeBron and Miami, obviously. So yeah, but that just stops anybody else from taking number six from here on out. And like I said, they can actually they can undo that. Teams retired, for instance, 23. A lot of teams retired Michael Jordan's jersey number. Some teams kept it in retirement. Other teams took it out. Cleveland took it out. LeBron wore 23. He was 23 in LA. So, yeah, it just really just depends. I think they should keep it retired um, just because Bill Russell is just such an important person to the NBA, to the culture, to African-Americans. So I just think that's a number that should be permanently retired and I, I think they should uh, do something like Jackie Robinson where they have a number six day or a Bill Russell day Bill Russell like they have a Martin Luther King like day where they have all those games maybe have a Bill Russell day where you have all those games as well too um, just to keep his legacy going and so no one forgets that's the that's the biggest thing in the NBA or throughout time in history is if you don't have things to commemorate somebody's legacy, People will just forget, and so that that's why it's very important that you have, you know, history months or history days where you go back and, you know, recollect and recall on the great things that some of these people did. Uh, otherwise, you know, that time will just will just dust in the wind. Yeah. So. Hopefully that does not happen to Bill Russell and the NBA seems to be pretty progressive with these types of issues. They've been they've done a really good job. And yeah, because so isn't sure
1: the isn't the MVP for the finals the Bill Russell uh, yeah. trophy?
0: Finals MVP is called the Bill Russell Trophy, and then they even now have last year they started the Western Conference Finals M- uh, MVP and the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. So that one's. Uh, East is uh,
1: Larry Bird and Larry West Bird, is Magic Johnson. Magic
0: Johnson. So, uh, and Kobe's getting something, I think too.
1: He got the all. He got the All Star MVP.
0: Yeah, yeah All Star Kobe Bryant All Star MVP. So, they're doing a good job keeping you know legacy and history out, and so hopefully they continue to do a good job. But yeah, Bill Russell was that man. Um, he he does not, as I said in the beginning, he does not get uh, praise. But he was, I'll give you a little rundown on Bill Russell's stats, career highlights. He was drafted in 1956, uh, first round, second overall pick by the St. Louis Hawks. Uh, played center, uh, was a little bit undersized for center. He was only 6'10", but it didn't really matter to him. He still won 11 championships, 5 MVPs, 12 NBA All-Stars. Uh, one NBA All-Star MVP, three-time All-NBA all, uh, First Team, eight-times All-NBA Second Team, NBA All-Defensive First Team, four-times NBA Rebound Champion. He won the NBA Lifetime Achievement Award in 2017. He is part of all the anniversary teams. Uh, He's, excuse me, 25th, 35th, 50th, and 75th, Um and Every NBA team has retired his jersey. He also was a two-time NCAA champion. So my man had a pretty good career. I, I, like I said, he doesn't get enough GOAT consideration in my opinion. But So our condolences out to the Bill Russell family. And if you've been a Bill Russell fan, you you know what he means to the NBA community. So we don't really have to say any more about that. But that's all we got for you guys this week. Uh, Kind of went a little bit sidetracked here and there, but we we covered all the topics. No thanks to me because I was ready to close the show out in 30 minutes or less. But (laughs) we hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Uh, We hope you have a great, great uh, summer. Less what's left of the summer. I know a lot of kids went back to school in the south and stuff. So school's back in session. Um, But learn something. Yeah, you kids out there learn something, but uh, we'll still be here for you guys. For wow, we're almost halfway through this through the season, but we'll still be here for the rest of you guys for the rest of rest of the summer and going into October. So, got any last words?
1: Positive mindsets make positive outcomes. This is the Forever Rich Podcast. Do assist. <laughs>